0: puzzled and puzzled till his puzzle of a sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. that you appreciate their support of the show. Hey everyone, for a special Christmas night geocache. Car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. All the weekly geocache talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and my patrons Doug Jones, Joshua and Caleb Slinkard, Tom Brotherman, Jeff Arbaugh, Deborah Burris, Joshua Johnson. Nick Hubbard, Andrew Tiepkin, Cecilia Perez, Sidney Sawyer, Valena Mahar, Jane Jewell, Dana Pugach, Memphis Mafia, Craig Michelle, and the Geo Gearheads. If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash geocachetalk for more details. Path tags, tags, patrons get path tags, coins, and other geocaching swag. And I uh, sent out the holiday gifts earlier and... Everyone successfully got theirs, which was good, because we had one that originally didn't make it, came back to me, and I stuck it back in the mail, and it went back out, and uh, it made it to its destination, so I'm happy about that. So if you're interested, head on over to patreon.com slash for more details. Uh, Support levels start at as little as $3 a month. So let's jump right into show number 29 for Christmas Night. Sunday December 25th. And tonight I'm just all by myself. So, uh I want to thank everyone. I had a uh, a few people who um sent me um, inv- in inv- inv- invitations that they were available tonight and I really do appreciate that. I didn't want to put uh any anything out uh for anybody to have to um to plan on that on a Christmas night, but uh, thank you to everybody. Uh, We're gonna look at a little bit of 2016, maybe some things that y'all might have forgotten about um, that happened this year, and um, talk a little bit about uh, some things that may be coming out uh, in 2017. So first, let's take a look back at the souvenirs that were given out this year uh, in 2016 Um, I wonder if everybody remembers um, there was actually two last year that came out. One came out December 31st uh, and then the first one of 2016 was one called hello. And um, that one um, again was tied into um, uh, to uh, the goodbye. There was a goodbye 2015 and a hello 2016 uh, last year uh, souvenirs that you could get. And then, Next one's next one was a leap day um souvenir that you could get. Uh hopefully everybody got uh leap day, at least found a cash on leap day last year because if you didn't and you're interested in getting all 366 days of the calendar year, then you're going to need to wait uh four more years uh to get that last February 29th uh to fill out your whole Uh, 366. So hopefully everybody grabbed uh, their 2016 leap day. And then there was a leap day weekend uh, icon or a souvenir that came out. And um, so kind of cool that those came out uh, together. I think there was also a hidden message uh, within those, you know, uh, last year um, they did a thing for Pi Day um where you got two pieces of pie if if you were able to get both souvenirs put them together and it got a gc code and you could go look it was not a real geocache but it was a fun little thing that geocaching.com had put together uh for everybody so that was kind of neat um i'm glad when they do those kind of or yeah I'm, I'm i'm happy when they do those kind of little hidden secret things um you know they did the um the crazy thing with the uh um, the all the the caches that were created that were um i forget the name of it but there was uh they were all out in the ocean or they were on the moon and they were kind of fun to do um uh, you could claim that you found them and then of course it, it all went to they changed them all all the uh the items to write notes because it wasn't real they weren't real but it they were kind of fun to do uh, kind of fun I like when geocaching.com does things like that. Um, next was um, getting out, do- uh, sorry, there was a CETO week, April 2016. And I'm leaving out, uh, if, if you're looking at your own list, um, you probably have other icons this year that you found. I didn't mention, you know, like if you found a state, then obviously you've got a new, uh, I've got some states that we uh, found this year that were new for us, uh, Megas. So you probably have more icons. These are just sort of the ones that everybody could have gotten. Um, again, there was a CETO in April. Uh, you could got a souvenir for that. Uh, Getting outdoors day was um, July 11th uh, this year, and you could have gotten an icon or souvenir, I should say, not an icon, a souvenir for that. Um, uh, there was this year they did uh, Mission GC, which. It was good. I think that the year before, um, I, I I think I enjoyed that one uh, that year better. Um, in twenty fifteen, we had the um, um, they call these. It was the um, geocaching road trip. Was twenty fifteen? Sorry, I had to draw a blank there. Uh, I thought those were good fun with favorites meet your road trip crew. Let's get extreme high five for the earth road trip hero put on your thinking cap. That was that was 2015 this year. They did mission GC. I do like the fact that they did. um, Oh, they were kind of like puzzles things you had to sort of solve to um, before you could move on to to actually getting uh, the souvenirs that was kind of neat. I kind of liked that sort of spy related um, favorites are forever. Um, you were like an agent and you were to solve um, the, uh, figure out what you needed to do. Um, I, I, I like that. Um, I appreciate when they do these kind of um, souvenirs each year. So hopefully they'll keep doing those. Um, there was the, uh, as I mentioned, the favorites are forever. Um, there was one called one cash is not enough. Um, that was, uh, August 13th. Um, you had to find a multi-cache, uh, only one more stage of mission GC remains after that, uh, which was the, uh, international, international cache, which was a, um, you were to secure a, uh, mystery cache that, uh that day and then of course you got if you got all the missions done you got an additional souvenir um that was given out um as well end of august um after that the international geocaching day uh august 20th um which is cool i think they do that pretty much every year and slinky mom and i have pretty much gotten uh quite a few of them um least the last three years i have to go back and look and see if we've got more than three or f- three years or four years worth of the uh international geo, geo- geocaching day that's kind of cool uh shout out to all you international geocachers out there uh appreciate you if you are an international geocacher and i have people that are i get actually quite a few international um listeners and if you are an international listener please send me uh, a quick email and just tell me where you're, you're listening, f- uh, listening the show from, uh, send it to geocachtalk at gmail.com. Um, I see the, I look at statistics, uh, once in a while, and I notice that, um, all over the world, I'm getting, um, hits on, uh, the podcast. So, uh, I know about some, uh, I know uh, I'm getting a lot in Australia, so appreciate all you uh, Aussies down there um, listening to the show, and uh, Canada. Always appreciate my my Canadian uh, friends in in different countries, uh, Ireland, uh, UK. If you're somewhere uh, again, please just send me a quick email. Um, I would just love to hear uh, where you're listening to the show from. And then there was another C. Uh, let me see, I lost my track. Yes, uh, International Geocaching Day. There was another CTO week in September. Um, then there was the International Earth Cache Day that was October 9th. That's kind of neat. Um, Susan and I love Earth Caches. Part of the issue with us, though, and we're going to actually talk about Earth Caches. Real soon, we're going to sh- we have a show in January. I'll mention here in a, a few minutes, but um, we don't have a lot of earth caches around us. Oh, well, there's still some in D- Dallas Fort Worth that we can go do. Um, so I can't say, you know, I can't complain too highly because I can drive the hour plus to get to one. It's just kind of nice when they're a little closer and we've kind of started to remove all the earth caches around us uh, slowly. So it'd be kind of nice sometime. Uh, to add uh, one uh, closer to us. So that'd be kind of neat, but that's okay. I appreciate earth caches. I enjoy them, uh, and we try to do them uh, whenever we can uh, when we travel uh, and, uh, of course, nearby uh, when we can. Especially we did one in Plano this year for the International Earth Cache Day. Very cool park um, that we did not even know was there. You know, the usual geocaching uh, thing, you f- something you find because you didn't even know it was there, so you found it. Because you're geocaching. So, one of the, the cool things about our sport. Um, then there was the Haunted Hides uh, souvenir to you get. Uh, you're a souvenir by finding a geocache or attending an event between October 29th and October 31st. Um, and again, I like the idea that it wasn't just the 31st, um, just to give people the opportunity. Uh, to pick up this particular souvenir, so again kind of kind of a neat uh a neat thing to um, to provide for for uh, folks that's over a period of time uh for that that one there was a couple um that I will also mention they were uh, for lack of a better term, I guess they're a profile icon uh if everybody remembers you if the duck race uh, if you did that and uh they would send you um, a little bit of HTML code to put on your uh, profile about the duck race. And also I think there was one for Halloween that you could also put on uh, your profile. So I called them profile icons. There's probably a better name. I'm sure somebody will email me uh, what those were, but anyway, so those were the souvenirs and a couple icons. Um, there were a lot of news stories and I started to try, I mean I started listening several and I thought, Uh, Instead of just going through and rehashing all the news of the year, uh, I do want to mention one that kind of stood out. There was a lot of buzz. Uh, We we mentioned it on the show. We didn't really go into a lot of detail, um, but we really appreciate the ones that did. Um, I know that uh, Geocaching in the Northwest did a special show. Uh, They sort of did a uh, quick news bulletin show when it first came out, and others have discussed the uh, the, f- the refinding of the long lost uh, ape cache container up in the Seattle, Washington area. And uh, appreciate the guys uh, who found it, who have told the story on a couple podcasts and in blogs. Um, so I'll read a little bit of this um, just to sort of put it back into context for everyone. So it was in 2001 that the, um, there were 14 geocaches were placed in conjunction with the 20th Century Fox movie, Planet of the Apes. One thing that um, was mentioned to me on a show we did, um, I had on Chris Ronan of uh, headquarters, Rock Chalk. We did a show on July 24th. This was before uh, it was found. And Chris had gone down to um, Brazil and done at that time, the last and still is at this point, the last project, ape cache. One thing about that that um, I do want to kind of, I guess, point out. Um, well, one is I really think if you're gonna go go re-listen to any of the geocache talks over the year, and I I loved them all. Obviously, uh, being my show, I kind of did love them all. One thing though is I really enjoyed. This one, and I want to mention some other particular shows this year, but um Chris went through his whole trip, and we really did the the show was really just uh interviewing him and talking to him about the whole process of getting to Brazil and how he was you know came, went out to find the ape cache and um how he had he kind of had a panic moment um uh, because many people block or just filter out the Project Ape icon because, you know, there aren't but just one. So, And he had accidentally filtered it out, and so um, he didn't see the cache on his list. So uh, anyway, story about that around that uh, situation. But anyway, um, so there was these caches were put out. One thing Chris mentioned, too, on that show was the fact that people forget that in 2001, I mean, geocaching... Dot com had just been around for, you know, less than a year or right at a year, um, so this was a huge uh, thing for them to have something as large as 20th Century Fox come to them, and um, to do this sponsor of this movie, um, you know, just after one year, it's a tremendous thing that happened for them, and so they placed all these geocaches. Uh, out. uh, And some of them lasted (laughs) longer than others. Um, There's some great stories. If you go read, you you can go take a look at all the geocaches, uh, even though they're all archived, but you can still read about them. Uh, The one that was recently found was the one called Mission 9 Tunnel of Light, which is again out, um, it's about 60 miles east of Seattle. And um, it, was found more than 3000 times go back and compare sometime the amount of finds on some of the uh, earlier caches, not necessarily the one down in uh, the Southern bowl because, uh, the Brazil one's still, still active. So that one's, uh, I, I don't, it, it hasn't been found that many times because obviously it's a little trek uh, to get down there to find that one. But, uh, it's interesting to go look and see, uh, about uh, all the different ones, but that one was found quite a few times. Um, so, um, and they do a mega uh, there every year. It's a going ape mega event. Uh, it still still goes on every year, and um, so the cash went missing. Um. But, um. So the cache was archived um, by the owner, Mountain Bike, um, and it was archived on 6-13-2011. And um, he temporarily disabled it the day before. Um, so, and there there had been some issues before with the cache moving around or um, and then finally went missing, and so. Um, but anyway, so the um, a group of um, folks went out um, in the area, and um, they did a search uh, for it in the area, just sort of around GZ and searched around and actually found most of the con- most of the container i think the um the top was missing but anyway they found this and they're large uh, if you go take a look at uh, any of the caches they're all the same uh, ammo can they're really large ammo cans so kind of interesting um you know and just the the neat story now there's also uh, of course the story continues because we're not sure yet uh, what all um the plan is for uh, that um, whether they're going to put it back, um, you know, I'm I'm hoping that um, they, for me personally, I think they do. I hope they do put it back. Um, I still like to go to Brazil and find that one sometime. Um, but some people worried about the the fact that it would die. It would kill the tourism to the Project Ape in Brazil. Not that many people go every year, so I don't know if that uh, and the place where it's located, um, the place you stay uh, is in a is uh, in a nature preserve, and most of their business is from bird watchers and and different uh, people coming to that area. So I don't think that it's really. I mean, obviously, it'd kill a little bit of tourism probably because some people just wouldn't go because they're more likely to go uh, if, if for at least people in the U S more likely to go to Seattle than to Brazil. So anyway, um, I know some people are hoping, um, to, um, to make it out to Seattle, uh, in the chat room, um, different people mentioning, um, hi everybody. Uh, um, Sydney uh, mentioned she's, uh, just got home from Buffalo. I hope that was a safe trip for you. Uh, Raven Tia, Merry Christmas to you too. Uh, Cecilia is uh, south of, uh, not too far south of me. Um, I'll let you know sometimes, see if we head that, that direction. Um, I'm from San Antonio, so sometimes we make the trip down and we need to, we're overdue on making a trip down to that area. Um, I do like the road trip. Uh, oh, you mentioned about the road trip. Yeah, from, from last year, yeah, I did too. Um, and ed mentioned about planning a, a trip out to washington you know it really would be um, um i think that would be a, a a cool thing to do because you could do the mega then you could go out uh, or you know you, in the pro, you, in the you could sort of make uh, not that the trip isn't um enticing enough you've got if you've never been out there you've got headquarters to go to and and um check out you've got the plaque that's out Near you know in Oregon, so you're not far from that. Uh, you know, do the what's they call the triad out there. A lot of cool caches, of course, in the Seattle area. Um, you could then do you could step on over into Canada, find a Canada uh, Canadian cache while you're out there. You could do the mega of um, for the um, uh, Project Ape, and you could find the Project Ape cache if it was placed back into unarchived status. So hoping for that. We'll wait and see. Um, I know they did a survey, which I hope everybody filled out. And then they've sort of, they've sort of, um, re or they're recorrelating that into another list for us to vote on again. So hoping that that comes out soon and that we can all vote and I'm voting for get that thing back into the wild. So yes, me too. um, so a lot of neat stories, um, this year. Um, another one that I, um, uh, started to find and, um, I going to go into a lot of detail. I don't know any of the the latest on the, the woman that was found. She was geocaching and got lost and, um, I know she was found. Uh, hopefully she's okay. I haven't heard anything new on that story, but, uh, I'm glad that geocachers, uh, got out and uh, searched for her and um, they were able to find her. So uh, anyway, all right. Um, So we're going to talk a little bit about again, some the shows um, and then some other items I'm going to do tonight. So the first show I did was actually a 0.5 because I was still trying to figure out (laughs) all the, all the moving parts Um, and I should, uh, I'll step back actually from that for a moment. Um, last year, being on Cash and Release uh, with Michael, Mir- Michael Miller was a great experience. Um, and just, uh, you know, uh, tremendous thanks to Michael for uh, letting me be uh, on that show uh, for that year. Um, and then things just worked out. And, you know, Michael and I are still friends. Everything Everything's fine. Michael just sort of needed to go in a different direction and, and needed to kind of... Uh, uh, drop the show for now. So it just worked out that I was able to start uh, my own podcast. And um, it's been wonderful. I've really uh, thanked, uh, I mentioned this before, but I'm just tremendous thanks to everybody uh, in the community, Uh have been just wonderful. Um, you know, even from, from before the show started, I, I had uh, a note from really a, uh, every, every major. Podcasts that I was familiar with, um, all the different people on on the different uh, shows who expressed their support. And it really is, um, I think, unique that all the different shows that are out there uh, are so supportive of one another um, that it's um, it really is like a family, and I really appreciate being adopted uh, into the the, the podcasting. Uh, family out there. So again, thanks to everybody uh, who um, was part of that. Uh, again, show. five came out on Sunday, June 5th. and um, we're on show 29. Uh, but I put a note in here. It feels kind of like show 36 because <laughs> I did uh, eight hours uh, of the podcast of Hope, uh, which was a great fun. Again, thanks for everybody that was on that show, uh, who supported. St. Jude's um, Children's Hospital. We raised, uh, the new total is now a 1,030. So, um, you know, that uh, we actually had uh, somebody give, you know, just just recently. So um, if you'd still like to give, um, the site um, is still available for um, uh, still taking uh, donations. The site is org slash talk. and um, again we are up to a thousand thirty. We were at a thousand for a while, and now we're at a thousand thirty. So uh, again, if you'd like to give, um, you know, even a dollar, uh, every dollar helps. Uh, you know, all the all the proceeds go straight to St. Jude uh, to the support of um, you know, their mission of finding cures for children, battling cancer and other life threatening diseases. And so again, uh, just a wonderful time we had that night, uh, from, we did holidays, you know, Sarah, um, Murphy, uh, from Ireland was on as well as uh, peanuts or pretzels, uh, Josh and Liz, which really worked out great. It's funny how the whole eight hours really kind of worked itself out. Um, Peanuts or Pretzels, you know, um, they've been traveling, been living in Asia, uh, just uh, jet setting around the world. Uh, they're back in the States now, but it was neat to hear their perspective on, uh, Asia. If you want to go listen to that, uh, show, they're on uh, hour one, uh, just neat to hear them and to hear Sarah talk about uh, Ireland, uh, it was just fun. Uh, next hour we did was, uh, with Daryl, um, did holiday gadgets and, um, That was fun. Daryl's such good. And that's the kind of, I think that's kind of the neat thing about all the different shows that we have is that you can listen to all the different ones. And I don't think we necessarily repeat each other or have the same themes. Uh, We do partially, but um, you know, just different, just different shows. And and I always liken it to, you know, if you're a fan of say the discovery channel, you're a, you're a fan of the channel and you might have several shows on that channel that you really like. And they may be completely different, but they have a theme obviously on their TV show, uh, or the TV channel. And we kind of have obviously the same thing. We have geocaching as our channel. We have all sorts of different kind of shows and that's kind of neat that we do that. Um, So check out all the different ones that we did. Uh, We did Holiday Gadgets with Daryl. Deborah, and I did Holidays on the Farm. Which was great fun. She gave a recipe, uh, and um, that was uh, that was neat. Um, Then we did um, Debra and um, Memphis Mafia joined for hour four. Uh, Winter caching we did with uh, Joshua and Sydney. That was fun. Uh, We went into geocaching gifts. Uh, to give uh, with Anteus, uh, Jeff Arbaugh, and Terminator Eighteen, uh, Sidney Sawyer. We did. Uh, we had a little issue uh, at the end, or before we started the last two hours, and that was my own fault. I disconnected down here. <laughs> Let me show you on the screen. Uh, oh, I'm wearing my Grinch shirt tonight for those on the on the. Um, They're watching the show. I'm not feel. I'm feeling like the Grinch after his heart grew because it's been a great day but I had to wear my Grinch shirt, so I hope you're enjoying that. Um, But I disconnected um, this guy. Let me see if I can... So this cable right here is for my headset, and if you pull that out during a Google Hangout on Air, air, uh, the sound goes dead, and of course, once the sound goes dead, you can't uh, communicate, and so, again, the show uh, had to die. (laughs) so we just started a new one, which again was kind of frustrating um, to have that happen. But anyway, uh, we, we carried on and um, we did uh, holiday movies for our, uh, for the 10 o'clock hour. And the last one we did, um, we uh, again was with uh, Memphis mafia and and, uh, wits end. Um, So that was a lot of fun. So um, again, thank you everybody for, uh, was part of the podcast of hope. Uh, all right. So let me do another quick, uh, mention about the year a little bit. Um, we did, uh, most of my shows were live, which worked out great. Um, sometimes we did recorded shows cause we needed to early on. I recorded one show t- show number two. I recorded, um, because we were headed to uh, Geo Woodstock so the show number show number three I'm sorry show number three was recorded uh, with uh, Deborah um, and uh, then I did an audio only show it GW 14 and it turned out okay the audio was not the greatest and I apologize for that but um, I was trying to learn how to use this new fancy device here I've got I'll show you guys. Um, it, it works pretty well, but I need, I need to try to learn more about it. I don't know where it disappeared to, but anyway, um, it was a digital recorder and I'm still kind of learning and I'm thinking I've got to, I've gotten better at using it. So, uh, if we ever get a chance, I'll try to do another audio only show, um, uh, sometime, uh, maybe for geocache, so geowoodstock 15 is a possibility. Um, uh, so we did the different, um, different shows and I, I really am, uh, happy that it turned out the way that it did. We had, um, a lot of variety and I tried to give you guys a lot of variety. Uh, we had young and old and I'll get to the statistics here in a second, but, uh, we did, I had international guests. I had, uh, you know, people in the States um and just different stories different uh, themes uh, different topics um you know and uh, you know there's lots of highlights it, it really every one of them was great um but um you know having West Virginia Tim on is always a, a, a tremendous treat to hear him talk about uh, his geocaches it's just such a unique uh thing that he has done that was a fun and they were all fun shows but uh that was kind of interesting. And um having on the uh, authors, I had two book authors on and then I had on Chris Williamson who is the um, director uh, of um, Treasure movie that will be coming out this year uh, this coming year. Uh, we're thinking about May time frame. Don't miss that. I mean that is going to be a tremendous uh thing this the the movie is, a, uh, is just a really good movie um, that doesn't just tack on geocaching. Geocaching is very integral to the movie, um, portrayed correctly, um, just woven into the story uh, wonderfully. So um, keep an eye out for treasure. That's going to be great when that comes out. It's still a lot of process that goes into getting a movie uh, ready for a release. So, again, hats off to Chris. Let's try to support him any chance we get. Um, you know, one thing he mentioned to me when we, when, uh, we uh, were talking one day uh, before the show was he is committed to doing another geocaching movie if this movie does well enough and the, the, um, the, um, the profit from it uh, he wants to put right back in to doing another geocaching movie. So it's going to be worth it to, to see it's worth it to own. Um, and, um, yeah, let's, uh, support him every chance we get. Um, so this was interesting. I did a quick look at all the different shows. Um, not counting repeat guests, which there was a whole fun thing we did about repeat guests, but not counting that. I had uh, 19 guys on. I had 13 gals. Um, I try to keep uh, diversity as far as I can on those, uh, but I didn't really keep exact track of that. But uh, had two authors. Again, had the one, one movie writer producer. Uh, I had four Canadians uh, on the show. I had the Land Sharks uh, on. I had the Land Monkeys on. Uh, I had one Irish lass with Sarah uh, Murphy in Ireland. That was great. I had one Aussie, Craig Michelle. Um, I had a dog on the show. Come on, you gotta give me some credit here. I've, I gotta be the only person that actually had a dog on as a guest. Um, Molly the fire safety and geocaching dog. That was a great show. Um, and then of course Johnny Pugach, he was the youngest uh, on the show. Although I had some young folks on, younger. Geocaching um, Katie fairly young she's in graduate school um, and um, you know different uh, different people of obviously various ages but uh, it was fun uh, having on different uh, people and uh, we're gonna talk about 2017 in a moment but I want to share with you a couple things I got today this being Christmas um, so I'm going to show you guys some and I'll of course uh, describe them for all my audio, uh, listeners. So some of y'all may hate stuff like this, but I got a, uh, key holder. This is a, uh, this is one from, uh, Hillman. So it's an evil rock cash that I'll turn into a cash. So, um, looking forward to putting that out. Oh yeah. Um, in the chat room, Ed, yes. Can you still get the coins for treasure? Yes, you can. Um, I will put uh, I will send out, uh, I'll send you, uh, the information, um, cause I don't have it in front of me, but I will find that if you'd still like to buy a coin, I think there's, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's some left $25 for a coin. It seems a little high. I know, but think of it more as, um, it is a fundraiser. They're trying to get their money for, cause it costs money to, to premiere things and to, um, there's a whole process, let me tell you. And so any, any little bit that helps them, um, and you get a coin. You also get to see the movie early. Um, I need to find out details about that. I think the movie is, will be at a stage, hopefully pretty soon, when you can actually watch a version of it. it may not be the last version of it, but uh, he's gonna do a thing for everybody who was, was there to uh, purchase a, uh, a coin. So, um, So I got an evil hide. Um, I got a cool coin. I'm not, a, I mean, I, I enjoy coins as you can see back behind me. I don't collect a, I don't really collect a lot of them. I collect them sort of as time goes on because either it was a, um, friend, you know, I bought GC docs coin when we were at G Woodstock. I think you can still buy these from, from Justin. They're a really cool coin. This is the, uh, GC docs coin. So, you know, I've, I've, I've got a few over the years. Um, I get the TXG. I'm a TXGA member. Uh, shout out to the Texas Geocaching Association. So love you guys. Um, and they, they put out the coolest coins every year. I, I would just join just to get the coins, let alone all the other cool um, uh, benefits you get. Um, Ms. Pac-Man, um, you know, I got from uh, back when we had... Uh, had um, Doug McRae on uh, cash release. Uh, he's sending me his, uh, the coins and we had a couple winners. So I'll send those out uh, once it comes in. Um, so I got this coin today. Um, kind of cool. It's the, called the quadrant uh, geo coin is thick as heck. Look at how thick that sucker is. Uh, it's got a little, you know, it's like a sextant. So it's got the, uh, that's the little, um, you know, like you're holding a sextant up to get your, uh, you know, shooting the uh the sun so you can f- figure out where you are. So fun! I I really uh, like this one. It's a little 3D kind of thing. So that's my geo geo I also got this um puzzle. And I kind of like these. Um, These little metal puzzles, this one's called News. Uh, Hanayama is the maker of these. Um, This one isn't a geocache container. Uh, He has some that might, you could probably turn into a geocache container. This is a little uh, metal puzzle. Um, This was pretty tricky. You gotta get the two parts of the puzzle apart for those uh, listening. It's two parts and they don't wanna come apart. I have figured it out. Um, it's a difficulty six. So I feel pretty proud of uh, myself for figuring out this kind of puzzle. <laughs> but something I really am bad at, I'm, I'm good, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly good at those. But I'm not good at these. And so I asked for and got How to Puzzle Cache by Cully Long. So I'm fired up to go through this book um, and, uh, I have, um, I had this book one time and we gave this one away. Um, so, yeah, I could, Sydney, thanks. Um, there's not really room for the container in that one, but I do have, uh, some other ones that, uh, I thought of. Make a, pu- I need to make some more puzzle caches. I have some. Here's the tricky thing about where I live. Um, I don't have people that do a lot of puzzles in my area. I, I have a few, and I wish there were more people that would would do that, but alas, I don't have a lot. They're fun to make. I, I'm, I'm going to try to sort of recycle a lot of the caches that I have out hidden and tr- maybe try to get some more interest. But anyway, this book is really good. One of the things about this book, and I get nothing, I have no sponsorship from this book, so this is just me talking, um, is that, it takes you through a process. So you start, you literally start at the beginning. You don't have to, but if you start at the beginning of the book, you can go through and he gives you uh, some exercises um, as you go. And they sort of go from easier to, to the really harder ones at the back. But he sort of tells you a a little bit of a story about how you go through them and um, how you can kind of um, maybe figure out some, some puzzles that you're, you're not as familiar with. Um, or you're sort of stumped. Puzzle caching is interesting. There's a whole subculture <laughs> around. Uh, you know, I had um, Jennifer on uh, of Team AJK this year. Try to have I'm gonna try to have Jennifer on at least once a year because f- wonderful lady who it just knows so much about puzzle caches and there's a whole whole world of folks out there that just love to do puzzle caches, and I uh, I appreciate them. I'm not good at figuring these out, um, but it is good to, um, you know, uh, make your brain <laughs> work ex- over a little extra uh, to figure some of these out. Um, sometimes you just need to get a puzzle cache for various reasons, either a souvenir, or you need to get a puzzle cache for whatever reason. You want to get it off your your area, it's just sitting as a, a an uh, unfound cache in an, in a certain area, and you just it's driving you crazy, and you want to get rid of it, so it's a found. Uh, but uh, and again, I, I am still learning, uh, so you know, learn with me, get you a, get you the how to puzzle cache, um, and um, work through those. So that's what I'm going to be doing this year. That one. So. Um, I got that. I got some other evil caches that I'm not going to show you um, because I'm going to maintain some uh, mystery for the, for a few people around this area that do puzzles. So, um, or uh, difficult uh, evil hides. So I'm going to leave the rest of them. Uh, I'm not going to mention, um, I did get a nice little mug. Um, the star Trek mug. So that's kind of cool. Um, Showing it on the screen. It's sort of old school looking um, Star Trek mug. And yes, I'm one of those people that is a Star Wars and Star Trek fan. And yes, you can be both. So if you don't think so, that's just too bad. Um, um, uh, no, you can be a fan of both, Star Wars and, and Star Trek. I am. Uh, and then uh, I think that's all that I brought in from the other room. So. Anyway, I hope everybody got good cat uh good uh geocaching uh presents this year um, for the holidays so um, that was the review of geocache containers well let's talk about 2017 a little bit and I've asked some folks and again if you haven't sent me uh, your uh new year's resolutions this was an idea from Jesse. Of Memphis Mafia, he wanted. Uh, he thought it'd be neat to have everybody send in their New Year's resolutions. So, send me your New Year's resolutions, geocachetalk at gmail.com, and I will put you into uh, a, uh, our little section on the website called Twenty Seventeen New Year's Resolutions. And some people have, and I appreciate that. And we'll kind of keep track of during the year, and um, I'll kind of get, check back with each person as the as the year goes on. Let's see uh, how many we do. I mean. Resolutions are, you know, we try to do, but if we can't do them, then, you know, we can't do them. But we have got to have have a goal uh, for the year. So some other ideas, some some suggestions from me to you uh, for 2017. One is to attend a local event. Now, some of y'all are like, well, duh. I mean, attend a local event. I attend local events all the time. There are some folks out there that are did a little cringe when I mentioned attending a local event Um, and they sort of um, are going to write me off on this one, but hear me out. I know for some folks um, that they are not big into uh, maybe the public, you know, social event, their personalities are not, their personalities don't sort of lend themselves to the, Show up and start talking to strangers uh, type of person. But take a leap. Um, take, take a little bit of a, a chance, a little change of pace. You know, brave a local event if you've never been to one. Um, geocachers are the friendliest folks on the planet. You know, uh, just go and say hi to a few people. Um, just kind of get to know them. And, um, you know, it's, it's fun to get to know some people locally because of a couple of different things. One is, uh, you might hit up a little bit of a friendship and maybe you're someone who doesn't go out and geocache with others very often. And you make a friend, uh, you can always call them up and say, Hey, uh, you know, I'm going to go try this, uh, difficult D five T five. And I really want to have somebody come with me, uh, to hold the ladder or, you know, um, whatever, uh, you know, uh, be there as I, you know, um, you know, take a little kayak out and I want somebody to be there with me or whatever, whatever happens to be, um, you can get to know some folks. Um, you know, S- uh, slinky mom and I have gone to uh, attended uh, local events in our area and have met some people. And that's how sort of the motley caching crew, uh, got together, and the Motley Caching crew is going out uh, in a few weeks um, to somewhere in Dallas, and then we'll, of course, end up at barbecue somewhere because that's what we do. We always end up at a cool barbecue restaurant uh, when we're hot, sweaty, and worn out from uh, attempting to find a bunch of geocaches. So <laughs> that's our fun uh, thing we do. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known or gotten to know them had I not attended Local event. Another thing to do is to attend a mega. Now, megas are different. They're a completely different animal from uh, your local event. And I actually suggest that your first event not be a mega. It's okay if it is because um, they're fun. They're a different kind of fun. Um, You can get to know people, it's not as easy. If your personality is one that doesn't really kind of, um, you're kind of intro, maybe a little more introverted than others, and so um, you're not going to find as many, you're not going to have as easy of a time. But still, you can just uh, attend a attend mega, and you can do so the same thing. Just uh, you know, just stop somebody and start talking to them, because they're all again very friendly. And um, I suggest. Uh, it's different ones in your area the ones that I am sort of uh, got a uh, have penciled in for the year um, uh, I'm hoping to go to, to at least three And the first one is uh, March 18th is uh, the uh, TXGA it's the Texas Mega it's a challenge event I probably won't do much of the challenge part but it's sort of a combination challenge event and for those that don't want to do the challenge that's okay um, but it's going to be in Tyler, Texas this year, which is only an hour from me. So I just can't miss that one. It's just, uh, just so close. Um, and, uh, I feel sort of bad that we didn't go the last couple of years, but, uh, I'm going to go this year. So the TXGA one, uh, if you want to go to that one, you know, I'm, I'm more than welcome to, uh, work with you to make sure you get everything, everything, every place you need to go, um, down there and it'll be, a, it's going to be great fun. Another one I'm looking to do because it's a little closer to home now that it's moved or it kind of moves around. So the one this year is a MOGA, MOGA April 22nd. Um, going to be in Kansas this year. It was in Cincinnati last year. So for us, it's a lot closer to go to that one this year, um, Manhattan, Kansas, and uh, looking forward to going to MOGA. Again, another challenge one. Interesting thing about MOGA is that MOGA was started basically after somebody attended the Texas uh, challenge event and they started uh, MOGA. So, um, again, it's one of those you don't have to do the challenges. Uh, you go check out, um, there's different uh, uh, blogs on MOGA that have come out, but go check out Joshua's, uh, the, the geocaching vlogger, um, uh, him doing this bicycle thing. Uh, he had a good time last year at MOGA. So, playing on doing MOGA. Um, so, you know, if you're interested in that one, and of course the granddaddy in the U.S., uh, the granddaddy of them all is uh, Geo Woodstock. Uh, May 27th, I think I have that date right. It's in Waynesville, North Carolina. And if you're wondering, where is Waynesville, North Carolina? It's very close to Asheville. So if you want to um, make a plan, you probably want to get a room uh, near uh, the area. You can get something in Waynesville. Um, You could get maybe a bed and breakfast. In fact, I'm hoping to have on as a guest one day um, uh, one of the ladies I spoke to who runs a bed and breakfast in Waynesville and talk about the area and and it's sort of a different, unique kind of show uh, with her. But um, again, if you stay in Asheville, uh, a little much bigger city, um, you can drive between. And I think most of the events during... Uh, Geo Woodstock uh, will be in Asheville. If you go like we went last year for in Denver to the whole week. So we did events most, almost every day for a week. Um, so it's kind of neat to do it that way <clears throat> because um, you get to do all these other events. So if you plan your vacation to do something like that, uh, by all means uh, do that for uh, Geo Woodstock. If you don't, you know, go for a couple of days, <clears throat> come in a day before or whatever. And, um, Again, you can stay in Asheville, drive uh, to Waynesville. Uh, so that's uh, in May. Plenty of other ones. The Going Ape one would be kind of interesting. There's megas all over the, the country. Uh, Yuma, GeocoinFest. Uh, there's, just, there's many, many. And there's many internationally. You know, if you're listening uh, to me uh, somewhere else in the world, go to geocaching.com or just Google mega events, geocaching mega events, and take a look around and see if you can find one that you would like uh, to attend. Um, Another thing for suggestions for 2017 is to host an event. Now, um, I know some of y'all are like, oh Gary, no, I don't want to host an event. Please don't make me do that. Um, Just make it a meet and greet. Just something as simple, you know, you don't have to go, you don't have to do some big, you you know, big production um i do uh, a thing every year called the great hunt of hunt county get it i live in hunt county Uh, okay the great hunt of hunt county we'll do that again this year sometime and um i do a little more planning you know for something like that i usually i have a whole area um that i have um I have a whole park <laughs> that I have all the caches in. So uh, every year I tend to um, go through there and sort of clear out uh, and archive all the old ones and put out brand new ones and make an event out of that. So um, oh yeah, yeah, I saw yeah, I met you last year there at Woodstock. Um, uh, Sydney, fingers crossed. Hopefully I can tend Wow, you're gonna do four megas. Oh, good for you, for you, Sydney. Um, um. so you know host an event just something as simple as a meet, meet and greet just something to get together you know at your, your local Tim Horton if you're up in Canada or wherever and get to know some folks and then once the, the once the event is over and people are still hanging around then you can go geocaching together Um, you can't do an event around um uh, geocaching about going out and just geocaching. You can't do that, but, uh, there's nothing about a meet and greet where once the event is over and there's people still hanging around, you could go uh, do something together. Um, but, um, you can just host an event and again, just do a, do like a meet and greet or have a do an do an exchange, do a travel bug exchange or, um, you know, a, a path tag exchange. If uh, people, different people have path tags, um, Here's mine from last year, if folks want to see that. Uh, a lot of cool path tags out there. There's the Geocache Talk path tag. Um, I'm not sure what I'm going to do this year for the patrons, um, uh, but I'll, I'll be doing something uh, for them. Uh, and different levels um, different levels for me on the patrons get different things. Uh, everybody gets a path tag. Um, some of the people that give a little bit more, um, they got uh, a Christmas gift this year. Um, again, it's based on uh, you know the, the levels uh, that I have for uh, for patrons. Um, oh, we also did one patron event past this past year. I hope to do more this year. Uh, we do a patron game night, uh, if uh, and that's open to all patrons, uh, three dollar level or up, where we get together, we play a game uh, called GC World. Um, it's gotten good reviews. Uh, people love it. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and so uh, if uh, you want to be part of that, then, you know, become a patron. And we're going to do one of those uh, here in the next, hopefully, if not January, February, at the latest. But I'm, I'm hoping for something a little earlier than that. And try to do them at least quarterly. as my goal to try to do um, an event. It's a lot of fun. And we might do some other things as, as, as time goes on. And then finally, my last suggestion for you uh, is to place a geocache properly within the guidelines. But um, as a cache owner, uh, it is work and in fact, I'm going to spend uh, probably a good day of my vacation going around and checking on all my geocache uh, geocaches that I own, replacing logs that are probably wet or full or um, the cache is sort of meandered off of where it was supposed to originally be. People don't put it right back in the, the original place. So some days when I do that, it's almost like a hunt for a geocache myself because I can't find my own container because somebody's moved it. But place a geocache. And let me tell you, let me tell you why. Let me, let me explain. Uh, a lot of people, many people don't. And I understand to, to a degree those that do not place geocaches. Think about us geocache owners uh, when you're out finding our geocaches. Uh, we can't find our own. As you know, we can't find our own geocaches. If people live in maybe a small town, as such as us, um, I've cleared out my town. There are no caches uh, really nearby. There are some in the north part of the of the uh, the city that I'm, we're planning to do. So, uh, you know, there are some, um, there's one, um, that we found recently sort of in the middle of the city that was sort of hanging there. Uh, but other than an area where, um, it's a little bit of an off road and I'm kind of waiting for the, the, to dry up a little bit to find those. We don't have a lot of caches, uh, around us. So think about those around you that, that, all the geocache owners, um, you know, look for a spot and place a cache, even if you've never f- placed one before. Part of the interesting thing, too, about placing a geocache, uh, if you've never done one before, it will help you to learn a little bit about finding geocaches because you have to be very accurate uh, and you find different ways to be accurate in your placement. Uh, of a geocache. And then you get to learn uh, the joy of getting a a log that says this was easy. Well, (laughs) maybe it was supposed to be easy. Uh, I have several caches that are supposed to be easy. So telling me in a log that this was an easy find is a little disappointing. Try to write better logs because You're not really the one that's reading the log. I mean, you might go back and read it sometime. I don't really go back very often to read my own logs of caches I found. The only people that are really reading your logs, well, there's two people. Two people are reading your log. Future future geocachers that are looking at your log to try to determine something about the log because they're maybe trying to look for a clue or a hint as to where the cache may be, or what, or if it's there, you know. A lot of people, like when Susan and I go out geocaching, we look for um, caches that have been found recently, so we can kind of move along. Because uh, now we have searched for some that have been DNF, because that's kind of fun too to search. But if you're out from out of town, you're trying to do, you know, you're trying to get to a goal, uh, you're going to be searching for caches that um, have been found recently. So we tend to look at the logs, uh, to find out what people write. Uh, the other person that reads it, um, is the cash owner. Most, if not all geocache owners will get a notification, uh, when you, uh, find their cache. and what do they do? I go look, because I want to know what your experience was. Um, just something as simple as, we're here from Troop 342. Uh, oh, cool! So you know the scouts came through and, and found the cache. That's awesome. You know I love you know uh, how scouting is involved in geocaching and so forth. So just the fact that they wrote a little note about the fact that they're scouts is far greater than putting a dot uh, on their uh, on the the cache the the uh, cache log that's that's uh, electronically. Uh, Website, you know, putting a letter why is not really, uh, conducive to me wanting to put out more geocaches. I mean, um, you know, put a note, put something, uh, tell me why you were out that day. Tell me what the weather was. I don't know. Say something. Um, now I will even take a, um, cut and pasted log. I'm just wanting something better than the TFTC, uh, you know, or the found it, you found it. All right, great. That's why, that's why it's out there. It's for you to find it. Uh, so I've had some really bad uh, logs. So sorry if I was a little uh, bitter there, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, I just want people to write better logs and to, um, to enjoy um, the process. So, um, all right. Well, uh, thanks to everybody in the chat room. Hope y'all had fun uh, talking with one another, and um, I enjoy uh, when people do get in the chat room. And I do kind of apologize to them. They kind of, the chat room kind of does their own thing a little bit, which is great, and that's the point. I really appreciate the 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 way the chat room is set up now. Uh, there is more interaction between people that are in the chat room, which is the way we. Um, Uh, when we had the ammo can on cash release, you know, Michael and I set that up to try to create uh, that uh, experience. And of course, when Google Hangouts changed this year, uh, it worked itself out perfectly. I love the the chat room. I love everybody that's in the chat room. Sorry, sometimes we don't always get to y'all's questions during the show. Um, But a lot going on, a lot to engineer during it. But uh, again, yes, Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas to everyone. Um, who was in, uh, in the chat room and, uh, let me tell you a little bit about shows that are upcoming as we wrap up tonight. Um, I'm doing a show in a couple days, um, that will not be live. Uh, we're going to record it, but I'm having on, uh, Thomas Hendel. Thomas is a German, uh, geocacher lives, uh, uh, in a little, uh, town just outside of Munich. And wonderful cacher, um, has over 4,000 4, finds, um, so he's avid. Um, and should be interesting to have uh, him on and talk to him about caching in Germany. I just find this fascinating. You know, German geocaching is huge. And so we're going to get a, a firsthand look at why is it this way and to get a perspective uh, from Thomas. Uh, I'm going to record that on the 27th. And then um, I'm going to um, have that show for New Year's night, January first. So will not be a live show. I try not to do too many that are not live, but um, that that will not be a live show. But still, catch the show, uh, you know, on YouTube or on um, uh, iTunes or whatever uh, way that you want to um, listen to the show. Um, if you ever need the RSS feed, by the way, it is on the website. If you need to pull it down to whatever, uh, a lot of people use iTunes and Stitcher, Google Play, there's a lot of different ones. But if you ever need the RSS feed, if you have a different um, uh, podcast listening utility, uh, you can always grab it there and get all the shows. Uh, and you'll always let me know if you're not able to uh, to get the shows uh, each week. Um so Thomas will be on, on the first, uh, the eighth, uh, show 31. I'm having on Dan Buck, which is geocaching with Derek. Uh, Dan will be on. We're going to talk. Oh, we got a lot of stuff. He's got, uh, we're gonna talk about the U S geocaching hour a little bit. We'll talk about his blog, talk about his vlog. Uh, he kind of has both and just, um, have a good time. I love Dan. We've, we got to spend some time together out in Denver and uh, had a great time with him and his family. A couple of bucks and Mrs. Couple of Bucks and his kids, and just a, it was just neat seeing everybody. Um, uh, show 32 on January 15th. I'm having on Nick Hubbard from Cashley talk a little about 2.0, and uh, we have a giveaway planned for that day as well. But love talking to Nick about Cashley. Um, he's doing several shows in this new uh, upcoming so you know, catch him on Geo Gearheads. I think he recently was on uh, Geocaching Podcast, go listen to that one. Um, and just kind of learn about Cashly. Um, I know, I know, Android users don't have Cashly. I know. I'm sorry. Um, it's a whole new. R- r- you'd have to write it from scratch. In case people are wondering, I thought that you could just take it and move it, but you can't. Uh, you have to rewrite it. So someday, maybe uh, Android will come out with another one, um, or you may enjoy the ones that are currently out there for Android. But if you're on I- if you're on iOS, if you're on Apple. Um, you know, Cashly is the way to go. It's it's inexpensive for for the price. It is well worth the price. Let me tell you right now. Um, uh, January twenty second, so show thirty three, having on Sydney Shermanator eighteen and Land Monkey. Uh, we're going to talk about Earth Cash submissions. Um, that's interesting. Uh, we're going to talk about getting an Earth Cash um, submitted and how to get it hopefully uh, published. Interesting, fascinating story for that. And um, a few weeks after that, I've got a a few open dates. I try to schedule out um, at least six weeks. Um, That's sort of my comfort level, uh, four or five weeks at least. Um, Josh and Liz Wilson, Peanuts or Pretzels, we're going to have them back on the show on February 12th. And then a couple notes for the year. Um, One year into this show, will be uh, June 4th that should be show number 52 uh, so that worked out. hopefully that's going to be the one year show. so hopefully find we'll do something cool uh, for that show probably to give away some good good uh, swag for that one. And then this is kind of interesting for me. hopefully you know you guys are uh, you know appreciate this, but uh, on June 25th it'll be my hundredth show as a podcaster. It's show fifty five, but I was on forty five shows with cash and release. So I'm looking forward to personally doing show number one hundred. Um and I really my hats are off to Sonny and Sandy, um, friends of mine who pod, you know, do podcaster, you know, catch them every week, but they're they are troopers. They have done uh, you know, ten ten years plus of uh, podcasts, so uh, and all the different shows, most of them all been around uh, for quite a while. So uh, 100 shows for me as a podcaster on June 25th. Well, uh, I hope you enjoyed the show tonight, me by myself. Um, you're not going to see this very often. So uh, if you didn't enjoy it, that's okay. Uh, it won't happen again for a while. Uh, hopefully you did enjoy it. Um, email me your comments at Talk at gmail.com. Don't forget, again, to follow us on Twitter, at Geocache Talk. I'm usually pretty active on that. Uh, Facebook, facebook.com, slash Geocache Talk. A show can be found on iTunes, as I mentioned before, Stitcher, Google Play, as well as the Geocache Talk website. If you ever want to just watch the show or listen to the show, just go to the website, and there's a link for the audio and a link for the video every week. So uh, if you don't want to mess with iTunes, you don't want to mess with YouTube, that's fine just go to the website click on it and you can watch or listen to the show uh, anytime you want and again don't forget to to click on the subscribe button i think i'm pointing to it it's in this corner i'm pretty sure (laughs) so uh click on that subscribe button um uh, uh, one thing i like about the ones i subscribe to is it reminds me oh my gosh i forgot they're on right now uh and so it's helpful uh if if you have a busy week you get a notification that a show is beginning to start and you can go uh, watch it or listen to it at that time. Um, so until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. It's the holiday period, but that's okay. If you can get out and go geocaching. So good night, everybody. And then the true meaning of Christmas came through and the grid found the strength of 10 grinches plus two.